Hi guys, my name is Ashley. I'm a wife to Josh and a mother to Ruby Kay. My passions in life are staying hydrated, minding my own damn business, and having flawless eyebrows. I love everything home decor and aim to be remembered as someone who is always kind to others. And I'm Becca. I'm a wife to Ryan, I'm a dog mom to a husky named Wolf, and a girl mom to a four-year-old named Nova. I run on coffee, DIYs, and target runs, and I'm currently trying to cut down on my curse words. We're just two full-time stay-at-home moms running part-time businesses out here just doing our best. So thanks for tuning into our podcast. We're so happy you're here. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Kids Are Weird Podcast, where the kids are always weird and we are always caffeinated. Always caffeinated. Caffeinate, being caffeinated is a requirement, I'd it say. Is. It is. Yeah. If you want to sit with us, you must be caffeinated. <laughs> I said you could sit with us last week, but I, now there's requirements. I have mom friends who don't drink coffee, and I'm just like, how do you function, though? Yeah, that, I See, I tried to switch to tea recently. I was like, I'm going to drink chai tea, and that just be, it lasted a whole two days. And I was like, what the, am I thinking? Does I, chai tea have caffeine in it? Maybe I don't, that was my problem. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think chai tea has caffeine in it. It was black tea. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's my problem. It's just like your my body was like, no, no, girl. My body literally rejects it if it doesn't have caffeine in it. Yeah, like or water, caffeine and water. Uh, so anyway, um, <laughs> welcome. Hope you're having a great day. <laughs> yes, hope you're having a great day. We're happy that you are here with us for yet another episode. Um, today we are talking about expectations and how weird they are how very very weird they are um so this is we are we this is a going to be a two-parter um because we're going to kind of talk about um you know how like are your own expectations in certain situations like motherhood all of that how they don't always like quite get to where you (laughs) thought they would go you know some things just don't go as planned some things you know? just don't go as planned so and, we um, expect things to go one way and then they just do not or they derail midway and it's yes all of those things yes <laughs> so we've got um some stories that we'll share and then we're also want to in that same hand we want to talk about um societal expectations yeah so this week i think we're going to talk about some of our own expectations that we have either had and fallen short of or Mm -hmm. some of our stories or whatnot and then next week make sure you come back and listen to our takes on society's expectations so let's dive in let's dive right in dive on into expectations my i always say to just chuck your expectations out the window don't have any best case scenario is uh yeah, to just go in with few to none expectations. I'm learning. I'm I'm learning that that um, I feel like in order for me to be happy in life at all, that's that is what I need to do. Look, if you because so often I'm disappointed. Yeah. See, if you just go into every situation thinking it's going to be a shit show, then you're rarely disappointed. <laughs> you're rarely disappointed. It's so hard for me because I'm an optimist. Like that's how my husband see, thinks. I used to be, and then just life got me down. See, like classic example. <laughs> This is a cl- this classic example. We had a garage sale not that long ago, and I was like, "Hell yeah, we've got so much stuff. All these people are gonna come. We're gonna make buttloads of money." And like a few days before, my husband, who you know, like I also call him Eeyore, because he's like, 
Today's so no. <laughs> he said, um, I was like, he's like, well, yeah, nobody's gonna come to this garage sale. Like that's what I think. And I was like, oh, like. I really thought a lot of people would come. And that is our personality summed up in a single <laughs> sentence. That is my personality. My, I was like, oh. And on, he was right. No one fucking came. No one came. And it was a huge waste of time. And I was just so disappointed. I Every time we have had a garage sale, it has been that way for me as well. And I don't know what it is like. Because when we, I grew up, my parents had garage sales a handful of time, and they were popping. Well, I, like, I we would have a I, lemonade stand in front, and we yes. would like walk away making money to like go to Toys R Us or something, and like I don't know. Ooh, I <laughs> there was a collision. Um, my mic is half broken, so I have to adjust how I'm sitting today. And I just okay. Anyway, uh, I'm good. Again, we expect things to work, and sometimes they don't. And they it's all right. Sometimes they just don't. Um, I agree. I feel like growing up, garage sales were like freaking cool. Like yeah. our neighbor. Like I remember as a kid, like our neighbors would have garage sales. I feel like our whole neighborhood would have like a month where there was just constantly garage sales yeah. happening. And now it's like I don't. Well, I mean, a lot of people just sell all their stuff on like Facebook well, that's Marketplace, what it is. That's or how, like that's the only reason we had online. any success is I just started putting it all on Facebook Marketplace, and I'm like, I just think it's people don't really go to garage sales anymore. Everything is like done online. Yeah, you know. So no, I mean it's true. I I do majority of my stuff online. I right. like I research everything and then I buy it online. So it's yeah. So I won't do a garage sale again. No, <laughs> giant waste of time. <laughs> the moral of the story is garage sale, ginormous waste of time. Like someone texted me, they're like, oh, hey, how'd the garage sale go? I was like, it was a disaster. The only sales we made is from Facebook Marketplace. So, <laughs> well, thank congrats to me. <laughs> at least you got to spend some nice time. Expectate. What? Oh, it's that song. Lowered expectations. I don't go. think that's correct, but I'm going to sing it that way. I, I like, like it. it. I like it. <laughs> if we had a jingle. There, That's it. Would it. Be That's it. our jingle right there. <laughs> Lower our... your expectations. <laughs> and then I just come in, just chuck, chuck them out the window. Chuck those expectations. <laughs> chuck them. Chuck, chuck them out the window. <laughs> Stop. Stop it. <laughs> oh, Bow them right up and chuck them. Anyway. I think... um Definitely vacationing with a kid is a great way to have your expectations just, like, blown right out the window. That, vacations are a hard one, for sure, because you it's you just look so forward to them, and you have all of these ideas of, like, oh, it's going to be magical. And you see other people's freaking vacation pictures, and you're like, wow, they had a great trip. None of their kids melted down. They didn't forget anything. Like, you just... That's what my brain tells me when I look at people's vacations pictures. And then it's like you go on your own vacation and you realize quite quickly that vacationing with kids is not ever a vacation. It is a trip that you just go and parent somewhere else with fewer resources and (laughs) and less patience. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Like, That's vacationing with kids. If you don't have them, there you go. That's We did a whole ep- we did a whole episode on it. Um, but the stories that we shared are still really very relevant. And we have new ones. And since we, yeah. Then, so so <laughs> Ruby and I just went on vacation to Colorado. Um, and Josh stayed home cuz he didn't have enough vacation time to mm-hmm. to come. Um And that whole that was a trip. Yeah. Um it was one of the rougher vacations I have had. Um, it started off 
you know, Ruby was really good on the plane. Um, she did a really good job. And then <laughs> we like, so we landed. My in-laws picked us up and I was with my sister-in-law. She flew with us and they picked us up. We stopped and got food. Mm-hmm. And then we drove to Breckenridge, Colorado. Uh, and my daughter puked her guts out on the way the drive up to Colorado, the drive up to Breckenridge. Um, mm. and it was a rough scene, man. It was, it was really rough. Um, and that kind of just kind of set the tone for the whole vacation. So again, Ugh. of course, like I have, I have a great support system with my husband's family, mm. but it's still not like having your husband. No. So I'm like, of course, like I'm dealing with this without him mm-hmm. you know and she was just getting sick everywhere and um we pulled over the car like literally very quickly i just ran out got her out let her get the rest of it out I was holding her on the side of the road while she's crying i'm crying yeah i mean it and it Gosh. was just you know we had things wrong with our hotel room like we got there and like the lock wasn't working we were supposed to have like a king size bed and they like my in-laws had like a queen and then I swear my sister-in-law and I were sleeping on twin size beds. I was sleeping on a twin size bed with my kid. So I didn't mm. sleep. The air is so freaking dry in Colorado. And it you're dealing to with breathe. A- the altitude like the issues because we are in Michigan. So we're right. at very, you know, low level. It's flat. It is flat here. And so then you flat. go to Colorado and you're up we in, up the, literally in Breckenridge. And so you're in the mountains yeah. and Oh my gosh, I can just imagine. Yep. And then I had a cold. Ugh. Um So it, cold plus dry air. It was hor- it was just oh my gosh. It literally like at night I was sitting there, I was taking my sheet and putting it up over my nose and mouth and just breathing that way to create some kind of humidity for myself. Oh my goodness. Because it hurt that bad to be breathing. My god, you see you texted me at one point and you're like, "I just wish that there was humidity here." <laughs> and I was like, "My hair is all frizzy and I'm a mess." I'm like, "Girl, what the heck you're are like, you talking shut about?" Up, Ashley. Like, you don't you don't know. You don't you don't know what you are missing out on. I do. You should be excited. I was not. It was horrible. <laughs> and so, um that it was just you know, it, it was, it was a rough trip. It was like, I tried the, I, everything I tried to do with my kid on that trip, she was just not having it. Um, we tried to go to see this beautiful waterfall. She was not happy at all. We, I took her to this really awesome zoo. I navigated probably like five meltdowns in like two hours. It was, it was tough. Um, so my expectations were definitely, I was, I was disappointed. Um, of course there were, there were still good moments, but it was tough. Uh, yeah. I mean, even even vacations that go smoother than that yeah. are tough. I mean, we we went camping recently, and, you know, camping in itself is quite the undertaking sometimes. It's a lot of work. It's Girl, a lot of... I don't mess with camping. I know. I know. <laughs> I try and convince you every once in a while. I'm like, Girl, you should come with us. And you're just like, mm-mm. <laughs> I'm like maybe. Yeah, I, no. I literally showed Ryan your text, and I'm like, she's never fucking coming with us. <laughs> but yeah, no, we. I mean, you expect for like we had scouted out like a nice couple days because we have been getting so many storms here recently. I know. So we girl. 
we were like watching the weather for like two weeks. We're like, we're just going to find when it's a solid like three or four days of no rain, we're going to go, we're going to go camping, we're going to enjoy it. And you know, you expect for it to be great and all, you know, we were sunburned within like 20 hours of being there. Yeah. It's like, I, okay. And then you have to go and just like handle the aloe and now you're all dealing. And so you get to a point where just like, should have just stayed home. Mm-hmm. Should have just stayed home. Mm-hmm. We would have everything that, all of our resources, you know, that are at home. You've got your, whatever happens, you've got it like your, yeah. your situation handled if you're at home. Or you normally have, I don't know. Well, and then the guilt kind of sets in too because I'm like, I'm feeling so bad that like my child got sick and I'm like, I shouldn't have taken her here. Like, because it was either... It was either altitude sickness or car. She got car sick because yeah. the the drive to Breckenridge is very windy. Oh yeah, you're going up mountains. Like, yeah, just, and she just ate, you know, put down some mac and cheese at Carabas, and mm-hmm. so I think she was just like, "What the, you know?" Um, so then you feel bad about that too, where I'm like, "I should have even brought. I should have even done this. Why did I do this?" Right. You know? now, and then you're like at that point where you're just like picking apart every choice that you've made leading yeah. up to this moment. And you're like, "I did everything wrong." And it's like, and "No, I'm like, I I'm mean, here without Josh, and I thought I could handle it, but it's actually really, really hard." Yeah. You no, know? I mean, and anytime you are without your your spouse, or anytime that you are, you know, parenting. Like, you're solo parenting, right? right? Anytime that you're in that situation, it's always a little bit harder because it's like, I don't have, I don't have a crutch to, like, if things are going back or badly, I can, like, shoot my husband a glance and he'll, like, you know, kind of, like, put his foot down kind of thing or, mm-hmm. like, add to that, hey, hey, Nova, listen to your right. mom or something. Right. Like, just give that little extra bit of backbone Right. <laughs> that's, like, I... Because when you're in those moments, it's like you're failing and you're failing quick. And it's like, I can't do anything. And it's like, and then she's still crying. And it's like, I, eh, eh, eh. like, right. I just feel myself become a broken robot is what I tell. Say. Yeah, you I'm start like, glitching. You're I'm like, like, yeah, glitching. Exactly. Yeah. Where I'm just like, mm, uh, mm, why isn't this, why isn't she listening? We need to do these things. Yeah. 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 Not good. So, but it's nice to, to have, you know, that your partner there so that they can give you that extra backbone and it's just like like, someone else who you know it's just like understands how your family functions in a day-to-day life because even when you're with like in-laws or with your other family like it could be your own parents or something they're you're going to run into situations where how you would handle it and how other people would handle it are going to be different right and it's not there's nothing wrong with that it's just you know how I deal with my day-to-day life is going to be slightly different than how my mother deals with her day-to-day life. And that both of those are going to be different than how my in-laws deal with their day-to-day life. Right, exactly. Everyone is different. That's perfectly okay. But it it definitely throws you for a loop when you are in a new situation, in a new space, mm-hmm. dealing with new things, and you don't have that, like, that stability or right. that... right. Yeah. You, you feel what I'm saying. I do. Because, yeah, at the end, like, he's my partner, you know, and we do every, you know. Yeah. So it's just, it is that that comfort of, like, someone who's going through it directly with you yeah. as well, um, you know. So that was definitely a big one um, that I, like, just experienced recently. Or something even as simple as, like, you know, we, you know, we have, a like, a Tuesday morning play group. And you, for a while, I... Ruby was really, really shy, mm-hmm. and 
it all it would just you know you you do have this expectation in your head of like oh yeah she's gonna go and play with her friends and it's gonna be great but really what what playgroup actually looks like is most of us um you know navigating some big feelings at one point in time broken conversations broke, between. very broken conversations <laughs> you know you, you running like after your kid or breaking up a fight. Yep, playing referee. Yep. Yes. <laughs> is what it actually looks like. So motherhood has really just like completely um <laughs> completely altered like my expectations on everything because um kids don't um what am I trying to say? Kids aren't here to uh, adhere to our expectations, you know. They're going to do um not like they don't like let you down. That's not it. It's just no, kids. Kids are great at knowing what they want and advocating for those things. Very good at that. I they, envy my toddler's ability to advocate for herself. Yes. So <laughs> when they do not want to do something, they also know how to let people know that. And so there's always going to be that conflict where you as the parent know that you have x y or z to go do we have to get our shoes on we have to leave the house we have to do this you as the parent know that yeah your kid or whoever the kid the younger one this this little human <laughs> doesn't understand right. the the bigger picture of well we have these things to do they just care about the fact that they were coloring with just fine and now you're telling them that they have to stop and right. that's that's not cool they were having yeah. fun they were now it's going to be a problem, and so they are advocating for the fact that they were enjoying something, and no, absolutely. And I think it's also that lately with you know Ruby's two and a half now, and oh, she's actually literally two and a half years old today. Aww. Yeah, my baby. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, she the struggle for her wanting to be independent and her wanting to make her own decisions is really happening right now mm-hmm. and it's really hard i i try to give her as much say as i can but like this morning is a perfect example of that where i'm like we got to eat and we got to get you dressed because she goes to my mother-in-law's on wednesdays and she's just like no i don't want to wear that i don't want to do this and i'm just like okay like but we you know we have to so you know Mm-hmm. kids kids throw you for a loop man and really like most of the time your expectations how you think it's going to go in your head when it comes to your kid is not how it goes yeah. it's just not and that's a really hard thing to navigate because it's hard to not feel like you're just failing yeah because you I have mean, you know it's hard to a hundred percent it is hard to feel like okay I have to plan all of these fun activities and enrichment for my family yeah and then when it comes time to do these fun things you get this pushback on it and it's like why the f did I even waste my time planning this making sure that we were going to be set to go spending money on tickets sometimes it's like why why bother there's yeah if this is going to be the pushback that I'm getting every time, yeah. it definitely, it's hard to. <laughs> because there is no guarantee that your kid is going to like 
what you're about to go do. Oh, yeah. No, your kid could be obsessed with dinosaurs and you're about to go do like the dino trek thing where they had. And, and they, they could, could hate it. They could hate it. Yeah. And, there's no and then they're going to come back and they're not going to like dinosaurs anymore. And so what are you going to do with their dinosaur room? Who fucking knows? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like. Because I expected like when we went to the zoo in Colorado, that was my like one thing that I really wanted to do because I wanted to do it for Ruby. Mm hmm. I w- it was a really awesome zoo. It's like in the mountains. It's the Cheyenne Mountain Zoo. This zoo is badass. Like, it's very cool. The exhibits are awesome. They have so many more animals mm-hmm. and things than like the Detroit Zoo. Um, and it was half good and it was half bad. Pr- like, okay, I so she really wanted to go on the carousel. Mm-hmm. The last time I took her on the carousel at the Detroit Zoo, she absolutely loved it. I took her on the carousel at this zoo. She screamed as soon as it started, started screaming and crying to the point where I had to ask the lady to stop the ride so we could get off in front of everyone. Oh, my goodness. Again. Oh, that's. Very simple example of, oh, this is a sure thing, something she'll love. There is no sure things when it comes to children. No. Just because she loved the carousel. One time doesn't doesn't mean mean it's going to happen again. It's And like. It, it's the same with, like, snacks. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say, it's the same with food for my kid. Like, she can... We do not buy bulk snacks of anything yep. because of how finicky my kid is when it comes to her, what she decides that she wants to eat. Like, we would go through phases with she wants pouches, and then we'll buy, as soon as we buy the bigger pack, she wants nothing to do with them. Yep. And it's like, I okay, well, now... That's why at this point I just try really hard not to have any expectations and but then now we just kind of feel like we're just constantly flying by the seat of her pants. So there's that aspect of it where it's like well that does nothing good for my own anxiety because I feel like now I have no control over anything and just to try it then I have like the internal struggle of like well I know that I have no control over anything but I still want to have control over some stuff because I am the adult and I'm supposed to have control but then it's just it's it's just constantly feeling like you're losing battles constantly it really is and and that's a hard that is hard because hmm. it it makes it so like you don't have any predictability in your mm-hmm. life and like mm-hmm. even even something like we've had playdates where it's just they've been disastrous. Like neither of the like, well, we've tried to bring the girls in the studio. That's a great example. Oh my gosh! And we, we neither of us had really. I did not have expectations, but I was somehow still disappointed on how it went because it was a shit show. Yeah, no, we literally <laughs> not even five minutes into being in this room. Ru- Ruby found the master switch and turned oh off the entire system. I think it was 30 seconds. She literally like walked in the room and just turned it off. Yeah, she found the master switch and it's like hidden under the desk kind of. And she just found it. And that was the very first thing that she pressed. And so then we have to wait 15 minutes you with kids wait. in a studio, which they only have the attention span of oh. about three minutes. So them. trying to like trying to do anything once everything got rebooted up it's like well we missed our opportunity because now they are i forgot that she turned the power (laughs) that was i feel like we should have definitely repressed that part of it we should have known from that very moment it's like well we're not doing anything today because we lost them because we did we and and they lost it they they almost lost it do we we have some audio of that we should throw that in right here 
We're going to throw that in. Yeah. Just just take a listen of how that went. Yeah, I would say I, I would give a special shout out to um, any parent who attempts to work from home with their children. Yeah. I literally don't know how you do it. And no, I hope that you no, are no, actual it's my turn. Because this is really hard. This is very hard. I feel like... Um, Especially with multiple kids. Yes. And trying to juggle that and with equipment that we don't fully understand all the way. So. Yes, that's true. I did not give away your chair, honey. I slid it in. I'm sorry. You can sit on it now, and I'll hold your headphones. Go ahead. Then I will be able to reach it. We're sounding really whiny. Do you want to take a deep breath with no, me? No, i So, yeah. I mean, that, you know, it, it definitely doesn't doesn't go the best when uh when you have kids in the room so yeah again it's intense (laughs) intense is a good way to put it yeah it's just again no guarantees when it comes to kids so Mm -mm. expectations are really hard um that was a yeah it was a learning moment we looked at each other and we're like that was that was not our favorite favorite thing to do no won't do that again yeah i think we both left like half repressing tears like well that we'll never do that again Mm -hmm. that wasn't good (laughs) yep uh and also like none of this equipment is ours so there was that like yeah (sighs) like we're in a borrowed studio so we're like if any if our kids destroy anything like oh my goodness like that was on my head for sure i was just yeah, we're cause, and it's like no, but don't touch anything. Yeah, it's like don't touch anything, don't do anything, um, don't even breathe too hard. Like, oh, <laughs> uh, and like we even we had brought things to like try and keep them entertained, and they were just fighting over them. Like they both had a pack of crayons, and they just still wanted whatever crayon the other one was holding. Yeah, it was classic. Like it was very like whatever. Nova had Ruby wanted and whatever Ruby had Nova wanted yeah and they both got hot because this studio is like soundproof and when you keep the door closed it gets really hot in here and Ruby's little cheeks started to get red and once my kid gets hot she's like done. she's game over she's done she's it's, it's yep. over um so you know and I would say even expectations that you have as you always have a vi- you know you have a vision in your head on how you're going to be as a parent, how you're going to handle certain situations. And I find myself letting myself down, you know, um, because I have high expectations for myself. Mm-hmm. And I definitely it's really hard when, especially, you know, we both adopt more of the gentle parenting style. Mm-hmm. And when, when, when you break that, you feel, I feel a lot of guilt um, about that because I expect myself to be able to keep in control of myself, of my emotions, to keep myself regulated. But it's so much harder than we realize in the moment. Like yesterday, um, I love that I just have like – we just have both like real-life examples. Like this is not bullshit. Like this is really how <laughs> it goes. Um Ruby and I had like a great day. We went to play group. She was having so much fun. We went out for a little lunch date, just the two of us, because I realized we've actually never done that because, you know, COVID times. Mm -hmm. And um, we went to downtown Plymouth to pick up some pottery that we had made that I made because, again, expectations. I thought she'd really love painting some pottery. She painted this princess for about two minutes and was like, I'm done. Mm -hmm. But it was cool because she was able to tell me what she wanted the princess to look like. So the princess has purple hair. Oh, (laughs) She's like, I love the purple hair, Mom. I love the purple hair. Even something as simple as, like, I got a tile and I wanted to do her handprint. Mm -hmm. And her little (laughs) hand is, like, all, like, it's not great. (laughs) And I was like, 
for the love of Pete. Um, <laughs> but she, we had this great, and, and then we were going up to for her to take a nap. And I have like some weights like that I use to work out. And they're on my stairs, like just backed off because mm-hmm. I don't have a place to put them. So they live on your stairs. So they live on my stairs. And she was in my purse wanting to pull something out. And she moved the purse and one of the weights fell on my foot. Oh. And I actually, like, kind of let out, like, a scream almost. Like, it was not a scream, like, blood curdling. But no. Josh, like, came running. He's like, what happened? What happened? What happened? And I was like, there's a weight. But normally, me being me, I'm like, Ruby, is Ruby's foot okay? But then I got mad at her. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Ruby, please, just go upstairs. Mm-hmm. You know? And then you feel guilty because I'm like, you know, I should have handled that better. Yep. Because I expect myself to handle that better. But then it's this fight between, like, I handled that as best I could because that sucked because I got a literal weight dropped on my foot. Why am I scraping myself over the coals right now that I freaked out a little after that happened? Yep. <laughs> because I expected myself to be better. Yeah. I I mean, we all, I, I feel like anyone deals with that. Even if you're not trying to subscribe to the gentle parenting, like, ideology, I feel like it, last night, Nova... It's no secret that my daughter has had some some issues with sleep time and mm-hmm. just, like, waking up randomly in the middle of the night to come down and just think that it's time to hang out. Right, right. So last night was no different, and she comes down. It's, like, 1 o'clock in the morning. Ryan and I are still watching TV. Like, we're – it's whatever. Which, that's not super abnormal for us. We're both night owls. Mm-hmm. Um, But she comes down, and so we all, like – we decide, okay, we're not going to be in the living room. We'll go watch TV in our room and just kind of snuggle, get Nova, like, calmed down. Right, right. And uh, so we get in bed. We're all, like, cozy and whatnot. We're pretty much, like, winding down now. We've w- finished our show. And uh, Nova is still awake, and she starts being silly because she can kind of tell, like, it's winding out. She's trying to do that last-ditch effort, yeah. trying avoid to avoid... It. Those sleepy sillies. That's what yes. we call them, the sleepy yes. sillies. Yes. <laughs> um, so she's got the sleepy sillies and she's like try she's like poking me in the back or like going over to Ryan and being silly and like it gets to a point where I'm just like I just want to go to bed at this point. Yeah. I am done. I have nothing else and my husband is laying next to me and he's not intervening at all cuz he's just like I'm sleepy too and he's like half asleep at this point and I'm just like the kid's still She's she's still poking me, dude. You gotta just. I need something. Like, where is my background or my backbone? Where is my backbone? I need it. Right. And uh, so finally, I'm just like, I get to a point where I'm like, I am tired. I am. I've been dealing with these little stabs in the back with a tiny kid finger for the past. They hurt, man. Those dude. Oh, kid appendages are. Their elbows are the worst. So bony. So strong. And just, yeah. child has the strongest toes. Oh, my goodness. The worst. Anyway, (laughs) so I am, like, at my wit's end. And it's late. It's it's late at night. And I just, like, I lose it. And I'm just like, it is time for bed. And I, like, the way that I, like, turned to try and be like, it is time to calm down. We need to go. Apparently, like, I, like, bent her finger the wrong way and, like, just because I, like, turned and I, where her hand was, I felt bad immediately. But it was, like, I didn't – it's not like I was intentionally hurting her. It was just, like, right. we were all at that point where we were at our wit's end. She was trying to push the boundary. I was trying to hold the boundary. Yep. It was it was almost 2 o'clock in the morning at this point, And I'm just, like, we all need to be sleeping. Like, mm-hmm. this is ridiculous. And 
then you freak out perfectly like justified justified yeah yeah. i feel like and then everyone is like oh well mom's mom reacted yep and it's like, I, yeah, I had every right to. It is 2 o'clock in the morning. It's tired. We're, it's time for bed. We're all supposed to be sleeping. This kid was supposed to be asleep four hours ago at this point. For some reason, we're all still up hanging out. And, uh, yeah, I'm done. Yeah, I'm not here for that. I'm not here for that. Yeah. No. And so, yeah, in, in my reacting, though, I then, like, as we're now supposed to be, like, rolling over and going to sleep, I then just feel bad because it's, right. like, I got to a point where it's, like, I I was tired, mm-hmm. I reacted, and I wish that I hadn't. And it just, it, it gets to a point where it sucks. and it, it does. Those, I think sleep expectations are one of the hardest ones to navigate because, like, when you're, you know... Anytime it's happened to us, it's like a night that I'm really, it always happens when you least expect it. Mm -hmm. You know, like, you know, when Ruby would like be up for hours on end or whatever, it's always a night where I'm like, I wasn't in bed early. And it just, it throws you for a loop. It is hard to make good decisions when you're tired, Mm -hmm. when all you want to do is sleep and you can't. Mm -hmm. Like that is such a frustration. Like I've said it on this, on this show before, like I'll say it again, sleep, um, refusals sleep issues like that is one of the hardest things because you have no control mm-hmm. you have no control and there's like nothing you can do yeah and it's just like i because you can't just be like well i'm going to sleep good luck kid yes you know? right it's the same and it, like and when when she threw felt up like my husband Colorado. was doing that too yeah. though and i was just like dude i can't yeah and that's not fair no no because it's it should affect it should affect both of you you know, and she's literally like laying in between the two of us too. So I'm just like in the back, like my subconscious is just like, I wish that I could just decide to close my eyes. Men's and ability to just sleep through things is man, oh very, man, very, yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty cool, pretty cool, cool for cool, 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 sure. Cool, cool, cool. Tight, tight, tight. Yeah, love that. Love that journey for us. Yeah. Anyway, not at all. No, not even <laughs> a little bit. Um. On a on a less less heavy note, I had a fun story happen to me about some expectations that I had. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know the story, but yes, I actually have two. Let's tell them both. Let's tell okay. them story time. <laughs> story time with me. So I was at my mom's the other day, and um, she I was gonna have her braid my hair, um, and she's like, "Yeah, sure, just go spray it with some water or whatever," and. Uh, come back and I'll braid it for you. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, cool. She had friends coming over. We were trying to do this kind of fast also. So I like run upstairs. I search for a water bottle. Can't find one right away. So I'm like, okay, shoot. I go over to like, my parents have two sinks in their bathroom. So I go under my dad's sink. Yeah. I find a spray bottle. I'm like, okay, I know better. I like, I'm slightly suspicious of this water bottle. So I spray it a few times. It don't, don't smell anything crazy. It doesn't smell like chemicals. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, Water bottle, just fine. It also has one of those things where, like, it says just water on it, and it, like, has a little check mark on it. So I'm like, okay, cool. My parents wouldn't do me wrong like this. <laughs> Foreshadowing, they did. They did. They did do her wrong. <laughs> but they did do her wrong. They did. Voiceover guy. Yes. <laughs> little did Becca know she was about to be done so dirty. Yes. So, again, still in the hurry, trying to, like, spray my hair so my mom can braid it. And I spray my hair a few times, and I'm like, wait a second. Like, I, I give it a sniff. I'm like, shit, there is bleach in this water bottle. 
and my hair is now saturated Stop. with bleach water, and so I'm just like, what do I do? What, yeah. what do I do Shorts right are now? Getting started, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, again, broken robot, just like, oh no. Oh. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> so I immediately just like jump in their shower because I'm like, I have to get this out of my hair. Right. I, I'm not trying to look like the sun-ins from the 90s. No. No. Nobody nobody should look like that. It's not a good look. Don't do it. Um, <laughs> so I real quick rinse my hair all out, go back downstairs, and I just like look at my family, who's all sitting on the couch at this point, and I'm like, so that was an interesting five minutes, and I know I don't live here or anything, but can I please make a request that if bleach goes in a water bottle, it is labeled? Oh my gosh. I was expecting <laughs> I, yes. a clear liquid in a water bottle that is also marked just water to actually be just water. I mean, I don't think that's an unreasonable thing to expect. I don't think so either. I don't think that you're asking too much here. I don't think so. I don't <laughs> think I am. <sighs> but yeah, so that was a fun story that happened recently. Another one. Mm-hmm. I um, I was at the, the Secretary of State and... <laughs> The Secretary of State is always just a, a fiasco. Yeah. Um, so I get all done and I go out to my car. And as I'm approaching my car, I notice that there is a full-size suitcase right outside my car. Like, just placed. Just left there. <laughs> just just left there. Just and chilling. Just chilling. You literally, as I'm, like, walking up, I, like, start to, like, look around me. I'm like, I'm... A hundred percent, I'm punked right now. Like, yeah, where is Ashton Kutcher? Keeps happening to Becca. This is hap- This is the second time that just a random thing has been left outside my car. It's starting to feel, you know, a little too planned at this point. <laughs> like, what? Who is messing with me at this? Like, it's me. No, it I'm is. Kidding. It's Ashley. She's just following me around no, and like messing with full my of chocolate. Or something. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you want to. <laughs> so, I noticed the suitcase, and I'm like, I. What is in this? Like, part of my brain is, like, I watch a lot of, like, murder mystery shows and, like, CSI and stuff like that. So part of me is, like, oh, no, there's for sure a body in this suitcase or something. Like, I am going to I'm going to be on Dateline or something because I found a head in a suitcase just next to my car. Oh, my gosh. That's what my brain is doing. But then the other side of my brain (laughs) is, like, well, what if it's, like, a money drop? What if there's just like a million dollars <laughs> in this that I intercepted? Yes, that this is like, like the mafia's drug money that they were doing a blind drop or something. Would and you really want to get yourself in the middle of that? I <laughs> feel like it, exactly. If it's cash, it's just I just disappear with it, <laughs> and I go live lavishly in like Disney World or something <laughs> for the rest of my life. Like, you can't come get me. There is security. Yeah. (laughs) I am in Cinderella's castle. Like, get away from me. You can't find me here. No. Um, So, yeah, not that I've, like, thought this through or anything. Not at all. In those few minutes before trying to figure out what is in this suitcase, I went through (laughs) the whole, whole field. I I can just see you sitting there, like, just staring at the suitcase, just like. Oh, I got in my car. I turned the air conditioning on and had this full, like, mental just back and forth with myself like do i open it do see, i get me, myself I in this suitcase and i would have been like that's weird and i would have left <laughs> <laughs> nope nope you know what i did Don't i like that <laughs> no see i tried to do that i tried to be like no this would be the safe thing is to just walk away let this not be a situation for myself and walk away i started my car moved two parking spots 
turned around and went back because my curiosity oh my was gosh, just I like, nope, I got to figure this out. So, yeah, I went back and I like, it's COVID time. So we have, you know, rubber gloves in the car. So I like to preserve in case there's like fingerprints or anything. I've literally thought this far through with it. I know that this story turns out okay, but I still have anxiety <laughs> just hearing you tell me it again. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, I, op- I go to open the bag. I put my gloves on because, again... There could be, you know, this could be a crime scene. <laughs> I need to handle it with caution. I need to I need to proceed with caution and make sure that everything is preserved as it needs to be. So I, like, nudge it over to see if it's heavy, right? Right. Is it full of, you know, cash or is it... I don't know. I don't know what's in it at this point. So nudge it over it just it's on wheels also and i like barely push it and it just goes so i'm like okay so whatever's in it is very light mm-hmm. so i finally like work it up i'm like okay i can do this i can open oh this gosh. and i slowly unzip it and the damn thing is empty <laughs> so, so i then have to like get in my car i don't know if anyone has seen this situation because remind you i am just in a parking lot right so whoever like i'm just picturing someone like working at the like front desk of the nail salon that's like in the parking lot just being like what is this bitch doing (laughs) just they're just filming you like (laughs) yeah like i nudge the thing over i like still look at it i'm like a husky where i like Like my head like "Hmm." (laughs) yeah my head like goes back and forth like hmm Oh my god! I can just picture it. But yeah, there is nothing in it. So moral of the story is I watch too much uh, true crime and um, that I need to live life a little more cautiously. Yes. That's what I took from that anyway. That's a good lesson. So anyway, if you ever come across a uh, a random suitcase, I suggest opening it. I suggest driving away as fast (laughs) as you can because I always am like, what if I open that and these darts shoot out at me and just kill me and it's full of tranquilizers and then someone takes me and steals me and sells my my liver on the black market that's what goes through my head well i would at least hope they would leave me like a piece of my liver so i can grow back (laughs) no they're not gonna leave you a piece of your liver becca (laughs) they're gonna leave me in the bathtub full of ice and just be gone they're gonna gut you and just leave you there That's what's going to happen. That's well, my thought process. So I'm like. And you say I, and nope. you say you're the optimist? I don't think so. <laughs> I I am. I, I am an optimist. But also, <laughs> also, I realize I couldn't be gutted and left for dead on a beach somewhere. I just, I was really hoping that that wasn't the case and that I was going to be able What would to... I have done if it was the case? I was, I was hoping what for early retirement. What would have done if it was the case? I was hoping for early retirement. I'm sorry. Next time that happens, please text me prior to before you investigate the item so I can know that something is going to happen to you. I mean, I live streamed it on Instagram, so does that count? (laughs) No, I need a text message from you, please. Be like, Ashley, I found another suitcase and I'm going to say, please don't open it. Although I know you're going to open it. I'm right off Telegraph. I found a suitcase. Uh, uh. (laughs) Be like, please, please leave it alone. And you're, like, putting your gloves on, like, I have to open it. I'm not going to do it, girl. I'm just thinking about it. like, don't lie to me. I know you well enough to know that's not true. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Yeah, so. So, anyway, um, expectations are weird. Yes. Um, You know, lower those expectations. Chuck those expectations. Chuck them. Chuck them out the window. 
because have you will probably be disappointed a lot. Just um, assume everything is going to be a shit show and plan <laughs> accordingly. Like just plan for everything to go wrong because it probably will. It probably will, especially when it comes to kids. Um, and then <laughs> make sure you join us next week because we will be diving into the topic of societal expectations. Yes. And how they are complete and utter bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So in the meantime, beautiful humans, stay sane out there. Peace. So that's it. We hope you loved this episode of Kids Are Weird Podcast as much as we love creating it for you. If there's a topic you'd like to hear us talk about or just a weird story about your kids that you'd like to share, shoot us an email at kidsareweirdpodcast at gmail.com and be sure to give us a follow on Instagram at kidsareweirdpodcast and like us on Facebook to stay up to date with all the happenings within our little community. And to every caregiver of a little one out there, we see you, we hear you, we are you. Stay Stay sane sane out there. there.